Hello, beautiful people, and Hello. welcome back to Two Girls One Dog. Two Girls One Dog. Um, I am BD. And I'm Four Ends. And we're back again with um a, a more interesting type of documentary. <laughs> it's called A Very British Brothel, and boy, is it very British. And boy, is it a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we start, should we discuss what we're drinking? And since you bought it, perhaps you should tell us all about your motivations behind yes. this choice. Yes, so I kind of flopped. I don't even think the people know that we do like one week you get one or a drink, I get a drink. So we're meant to interchange, is that the word? Yeah, I, I Yeah, agree. I think so. Um, and I have been slacking for the past two weeks, so... Which is why we've been getting such wonderful... Yeah, because BD's been, been, been... exploring, She's yeah? been exploring. Yeah, one! Um, so she messaged me, I was out at lunch with some friends, she messaged me, she's like, do you have the drink for sale? And I was like, oh shit, no. But there's a corner store around the corner from the <laughs> restaurant. Um, and we stopped there and all they had was white zinf. Um, so here we are. And I did say that this is the wine for people who are taking a step up from Moscato. I don't think white zinf is a step up from Moscato, you know? I think I it think is, sisters. I think it's a bit more mature. I think it is, you know, it just tastes worse. Okay. So they're sisters, but this is the ugly sister. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Or the sister of a different dad. And thereby being ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the history behind this documentary, this documentary mm. actually has a lot of um, nostalgia-ness yeah. to us. It's not your typical documentary. Like, there's not really a storyline. It literally is a brothel and we just follow them for a few years. Yeah. I don't know, it might be months. Might it be. was months. It's definitely, it's definitely months. Cause Cause it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely months. Um, and so it's not really, really going anywhere, but it's really interesting. And we, it's I think, funny. I think Forens sent it to me um, when no, we were you, at, did I send it? You sent it to me, and then because no, 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 then I sent you the snap. Yes, yeah. I said, no, no, you didn't send it to me. I saw your snap, okay. and I was like, "What are you watching?" And then you were like, Da-da-da. "This is like the birth of our yes. like last This is probably like 2012, 2013 that yeah, we saw yeah, it because yeah, it was uni. Yeah. And um, it's a Channel 4 documentary originally, but it's no longer on Channel 4. So we found it on YouTube. So Thank we'll be God posting the YouTube. link. Honestly, praise Jesus for YouTube. We'll be posting the link so you guys can watch it if you want to. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this documentary opens up with my favourite scene of all, all time. time. Of all time. We get this lady, right? And she says... A working girl needs to be sexy, elegant, also slutty. Because a man likes a slut. Can I say, I put on my subtitles because they have an accent. They're from. <laughs> you are so bougie. The accent is not so that they're bad. They're from Sheffield. You can't understand them. I can. A side note: My dad was born in Sheffield, actually. So I should... what does that mean? Th- oh, I, have a, I have a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> these are actually my people's, technically, but I couldn't understand them. And I put the maybe because I, I lived in Manchester. I, I put it. the subtitles on, and then when on she YouTube, says, YouTube subtitles are trash. Trash. They are trash. When she says slut, it writes as slot. S-O-O-T. <laughs> oh, but this that that opening scene and with her all like literally she is such a queen with her synthetic I was just gonna say red wig. The red, it's like red, but not like Rihanna red. It's like an auburn colour. That you only find on Barbies. Yeah, it's 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 synthetic as it, hell. As hell. She has this like black lace up blouse. Yeah. And then at first there's like a close shot of her, right? She's like on the bed. Then and then we get a wider see. shot and we see, oh, fishnet tights. Oh, this is out here. Leather skirt. She's doing all of that, you know? <laughs> so yeah, that literally is my favourite scene of all time of any documentary I've ever she seen in my life. She looks about 50, but she could be 25 because she's white. Yeah, <laughs> no, she, no, I don't think she's 25. I think she's probably in her 40s. Yeah. I wish she didn't have yeah. Maybe she but looks she does look really good for a work, uh, like, uh, um, 
a working girl, as they call them. But that's because them, we assume have, that they're uh, Exactly, that's exactly. saying that. We have a really bad impression. But I have the impression of them in this country because it's illegal. So I just assume people doing it are like doing drugs on the street. But This is the thing. And yeah. they do also get... I know I said this documentary doesn't, isn't really about anything, but they do talk about sort of the issues and the preconceptions and things like that. Yeah. At the beginning, we get the narrator sort of talking to us and saying that one in 10 men pay for sex. And I don't really know if I think that... Like, I wasn't really surprised by the number. Like, I don't I know if I thought that more. that was a bit... Really? Mm-hmm. More than that. Mm-hmm. In the, like, I, I, I know... I, I mean, in in the world, maybe, but like in the UK, just because of, like, the fact that it seems illegal. Yeah, but then don't, don't forget, people travel to places like Amsterdam and yeah, it's true. Spain. I, I literally know about three or four men that have paid. Oh, that you know personally? Yeah. We'll discuss Look later. in the name and we'll shame. Child, know who later. you are, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> So this whole documentary is about um, it, the thing is it's called a very British brothel, and but, it is. I mean, it's a brothel. It's, it's a brothel, but I think for tax purposes, it's a sauna. Yes. So this place is called City Sauna, and it's based like um, Foran said in Sheffield, and Sheffield is up north. Like for anyone who's not British that's listening to this, okay. it's it's not London in it. It's like up north, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're based on what is called the Golden Mile of Sex at a cliff at a cliff road, exactly. Yeah. And um, we hear that people get charged an entry fee and then, like, a sexy time fee. Um, and I was like, like, business-wise, like, this seems like a good shout. Yeah. It's like going to the club and then paying entry and paying for drinks, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, except, like, you know... The women are the drinks. The women are the drinks. And, boy, do they taste good. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, like, I'm not really sure how legal this is, but they do speak about it later. Yeah, kind they of, did, no, but when she explained it, it made perfect sense how yeah. she got around the legalities. Yeah, exactly. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. So we meet mother and daughter. Duo. Yeah, mother and daughter duo. Kath, who is the owner and the mum, and then Jenny, who is the manager and the daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think that they both look like they could be in EastEnders. 100%. Like, literally. 100%. Literally look That's, like they could be in And I feel like you Kat know what Zoe. I'm talking about. You're not my mother! Yes, I am! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So we learned that Kath took over the parlour four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be a pub, and then they converted nice it into a massage par- exactly a massage parlour. <laughs> um, and we get a tour, a little MTV Cribs, and then Kath shows us around, and she says, "This is our lounge. This is where the ladies sit and chill and relax." Mm-hmm. But it looks basic as hell. Like it just looks like one of the like student accommodation houses. Yeah, but, like, literally, worse. literally, it doesn't look. But then I did say that I don't know if we're looking at it now, thinking, "Oh, this looks bad," because. I don't know what my reaction was the de- to the de- decor yeah. when I was watching it. No, but I still it, think but... it looks quite basic. I don't know why in my head, like, I sort of think escorts, right? And then escorts are really, like... High class. Yeah, you'd yeah. expect. And so, like, I always just think, like, oh, maybe that's... Like, if I was going to be in that, like, I'd want to be in doing an escort, that. yeah. Yeah, but it just seems so, like... But they're not escorts. Raggedy. I know, but, like, just jazz Do it you up think, a bit. like, 50-year-old, like, businessmen are calling them... To fight, follow them. We saw that they were calling them. We saw the clientele. We saw the. Come on. And like, half the owner says. Some girls may dream of being an air hostess or a teacher. All I have wanted to do were to have a massage parlor. And I'm like, sis. Everyone's got their aspirations. Everyone's got it, but like, how did you even. You're like, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's more to being. Like, you could be more than an air hostess or a teacher, by the way. Like, yeah. You got options. (laughs) So she talks about. um where the girls where the guys wait and like they they choose the girl that they want it's kind of like you like choose your fighter do you know what I mean (laughs) it's like a lounge Um, but then she says we also play over 18 movies and they can do self-service if they want in here what if there's more than one man and so this is my same question are they all self-serving everyone's just (laughs) self-serving everyone's just self-serving self-service 
Oh my Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and the fucking Gomorrah. Literally, I was just like, okay. So, so then, how, so how do you like look at the other guy in the eye? And then also, then are you done and you go home and then you've yeah. only, you only paid your entry fee? Literally, so you paid to watch porn that's free, by the way, on Pornhub. But like, was it was it back then? It probably was because that's, it was. that's been around for a while. Hundred percent, it? it was. Yeah, that that was my question. I was like, so this self-serving. I'm sorry, it, it's not like there's a room or even like a um, a cover or anything. No, it's just it's a, like, it's a it's normal like, living room. It's like being in your living room now. Yeah, and then everyone's watching porn. Everyone's masturbating. This sounds like Belinda blinked. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda blinked. <laughs> we learned that they've got four private massage rooms. Um, the minimum hire time is 15 minutes. And I guess they didn't give a maximum. Yeah. However long you want. No. If you've got the money, you've got the money. Literally. You've got the money and the stamina. Don't forget the stamina. Oh, well, there you go. Shout mm. out stamina. Mm. So we see they've got a sauna, a jacuzzi. Remember the jacuzzi for later? Mm-hmm. And a VIP room that looks that, just basic. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the where, where the jacuzzi is. Oh, it's one, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just basic as hell. So we meet my favourite person in this documentary. She is City Sauna's longest serving working girl and her name is Anna. Anna. She's the one Anna. we met in the beginning. Anna's the one we met at the beginning, yeah. yeah. So again, she's got the red auburn wig. Yeah. And I actually like the colour of the wig, but not the execution. Yes, the wig is I very wiggy. I like a bob. Yeah. Like I, I don't hair. think it was anything to do with the length. It was everything it's to do with the hair. But I'm saying I wouldn't the... mind a wig that colour in a bob. Why do they all wear wigs though? We need I to... think maybe they're trying to like... Do you know who I think is trying to hide her identity? You know the one, the new one? I think her name was like Sophie or... The one that's like Miss Fix Vid. Yeah, 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 her. Yeah, oh, good job hiding your density. I'd never be able to tell <laughs> you are. You can see. You can see. Literally, and she's got a bit of black. And yeah. Like, Apply the wig properly, but we'll get onto her later. Um, So, Anna tells us she's been a working girl, and we're calling them working girls because that's how they refresh yeah. themselves, for, for 20, 20 years. years. And she says, People call us all sorts of things. Ladies of the night, gold girls, hookers, prostitutes. Dirty girls. Ladies of the night, working girls, dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy that she calls herself a working girl because I know, like, nowadays you'd say sex worker, right? That's like a politically correct term. And it just makes you know how long ago this was filmed. Like, this is old. Old, yeah. But oh. then it seems like that's how they want to refer to themselves. Yeah, that's their their, um, prerogative. Did you see Anna's eyeshadow? No. She had, like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to saw it, but amongst all the other there things. There was just so cat, many things. Yeah, like, I probably missed it. It was like pale green eyeshadow. And it was like just on her lid. It's like she just took and smudged it on Don't her. worry, we'll definitely be posting a picture of Anna. But like, Anna looks like what you expect your typical kind of. She looks of... like how you think she Yeah. And like. um, so she's putting on mascara. And while she's doing this, the narrator is telling us that like, this is the first. I thought this was quite sad. This is the first actual massage parlor she's worked yeah. in. Yeah. And because before she used to work on the street. Streets which for is four like, years. Yeah, which is dangerous. And Anna tells us that. I went on the streets because I needed money. And I had to contend with other girls coming up on me on a day-to-day basis, waiting for me to be dropped off by a customer and then trying to tax my money for that. She started working on the street because she, she needed money. She needed it. And the thing is that I think that, like, Obviously, the the primary concern you think of is like just your sexual health mm. and just having multiple partners. When that's not really as much of an issue, especially because they have to use like protection and stuff. It's more so getting beaten up, getting robbed, getting threatened, getting hooked on drugs. Yeah. There's so many other, There's so many other things, obstacles. Yeah, yeah, obstacles and things to think about. And like, remember the Green River Killer? He used to target prostitutes, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because he thought, oh, no one would find, no one yeah, would nobody notice cared. they were missing. Yeah. So it's just so many things there's to so contend many things, with. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
Sexual health is at the lowest on this. Exactly. And most of them use condoms. Exactly. So like that's it's what even really you girls that are bare back and up. Exactly. It's more more you man that's going to get condoms. tested. Okay. Honestly, so Anna tells us about the different types of customers she would encounter when she was working on the mm-hmm. streets. When she tells us all this stuff, she's just saying it like so blase. Like blase fair. What's it? Blase fair. Blase fair. Blase fair. Blase. Oh, I'm mixing the two. Yeah. Blase is one thing. Blase yeah, yeah, is the other. Both but they're both the same thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's basically both of them. Kumsi kumsa. Kumsi kumsa. That's like, mm, yeah, she's, she's so. She's so so about it. I mean, true. And then you've got customers that take you to a car park and try and strangle you and cause you harm and cause you pain and try and take all your money off you. Some pretend to be customers but are actually pimps who want to get you hooked on drugs. She says gear. On gear. <laughs> 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 she does say it literally dead for her mate. It's just like, oh yeah, and I bit to kick. Yeah, I bit to kick and I talked on it. Literally, she says it like, it's like, sis, sis. are you hearing the words coming out of your mouth? <laughs> you were going to jail. <laughs> Honestly, so as far as Anna's concerned, like this being in a the, in the massage parlor, like, it's, it's like Christmas. Yeah. Literally, she's like, yeah, like, it's calm. She's a lot safer than being on the streets. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the narrator clears up the confusion about the whole legal thing. Yeah, I loved this bit. Yeah, because it was like shit. I should open one. On it, listen, listen, fuck a podcast. Two girls, one, two girls, one, 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 one <laughs> <laughs> So the narrator says, the sauna has an entertainment license from Sheffield City Council, but for owner Kath to profit from sexual activity on the premises would be illegal. So it really is just like loopholes and literally. like literally just and, yeah, and then Kath comes back and she's like what I think goes on upstairs nothing to do with me nothing whatsoever whatever goes on upstairs is none of my business not to do with me not to do with me so basically it's like don't see nothing don't hear nothing won't be nothing yeah literally she said I am legally blind <laughs> sorry to them man. honestly but obviously like you know she probably profits from the sex she does but she goes on to say I provide all the services downstairs cups of tea and things like that and then the ladies come upstairs and then it's down to the ladies to provide additional services if they want to. So she says she only pro- like profits from the massage, which essentially would be making the sex because they don't massage. I'm well, like, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. Allegedly. Speculation. Allegedly. So Kath is making moolah from the entry fee, and then she also takes a percentage of what the ladies who work for her mm. earn. And it's like I was thinking, like, rah, can you really just be saying this out all willy nilly and stuff? But then, as far as she's concerned, all they do is massage. Yeah. Them, so making a percentage mm-hmm. of the massage. It's just like so. Here's the line. And here's them. Literally. Like, hella close. Literally, it's like... They're, like, dancing on the line. Literally. And it's fine. They're doing the zonto on the line. On the line. Nobody's saying shit. Bessie, over the line. Literally. Probably have police officers coming through there, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. One yeah, bessie, one leg in, then bring it back. <laughs> Just before they got caught. We, we meet, meet someone. Someone special. His name is Jason, but for some reason I kept calling him Chris. Why? Don't you think he looks like a Chris? Oh, do you know what? Him and the other one are... Oh, first one. Yeah, he looks like a Chris. Okay, yeah, I give him that. He just looks like your typical Jack the Lad. Yeah, Chris the Lad. Literally. So we actually see him. No face blur. No distorted voice. He's just really out there. Chris is sorry. Jason is loud and proud. Yeah, he's like yeah. Yeah. I beat and what? As in, and he beats there twice a week. We learn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And this bit was really disturbing to me. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. He says the first time I visited a massage parlor, or 14, and I were in Madrid, and I'm sat at bar. And she was about 30-year-old, this Brazilian, and she was stunning. Especially at 14-year-old, hormones raising and one thing another. And he says, I'm sat at bar, she was about 30-year-old, this Brazilian, and she was stunning. Wait, can we stop you? Because 
I needed to ask. I don't know if he doesn't know that Madrid is in Spain. Therefore, the woman that he met is in Spanish. Or oh, if she was just a Brazilian woman in Spain. But I don't feel like he has the intellect to know that a Brazilian woman was in Spain. So I think I he think thinks... If this was, if this was Aiden when he was 14, he's 39. So I, I think, think he thinks he got on a flight, EasyJet, from London <laughs> to Madrid and thought he was in Brazil. <laughs> the exact same I thought. Have to use it, and, I, and I do think that's what it was. Literally. Next thing, she's rubbing my leg. Do you want to go upstairs in F6? Naively, I says, why does your mum and dad own this place? Does your dad own this place? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know you shouldn't be having sex. <sighs> if you don't know when a sex worker is trying to get you to, yeah. what's the word? Like patronise Patronise her. her. Yeah. Then you're not old enough to be having sex. This is definitely statutory rape. If nothing else. If if at the very least. And then Jason kind of, he doesn't really go into it, but he just kind of mentions how he work stresses him out and that's why he goes there. Um, And he proudly tells us that he slept with every girl at City Sauna. And this particular time, we see him going upstairs, have a bit of a rendezvous with our our favourite girl, Anna. Um, They love Anna. I would love Anna. I love Anna Anna too. Yeah, I love Anna. Apparently, she's on. We'll get into Anna a bit later. Yeah, Yeah. she's on it, love. So we get this scene with Anna on the bed. This is kind of like the, the same scene as like the beginning, beginning of the yeah. thing. And she's got her fishnet tights oh, on and lace so up funny. top. So in this scene, Anna's telling us why she's suited to this job. I think I'm suited to this job because I'm an infomaniac and I absolutely adore sex. I love it so much. So this bit makes me just think that like, we always, or people always kind of look down at sex workers and think, oh, what happened to make them do this? Yeah. Like, some of them actually just like sex. Yeah. It's like being like, oh, I really enjoy doing makeup. I'm going to be a makeup artist. It's so and true. Money off it. It's so true. And it's like, these people are kind of like, I love sex. I'm yeah. making good money. I'm going to just be a sex worker. There is absolutely nothing I cannot do. There is absolutely nothing I cannot do. I'll do anything once. If I can't do it after I've tried it once, I will say, I'm sorry, I can't do that again. I say I'm sorry, but I can't do that again. And at this precise moment, I cannot find anything at all that I cannot do. I said, okay, I said, I said, I said. <laughs> Come through, sis. You know what? I rate, she, does, when you see her face, yeah, she's serious. She's serious. Not like, she's not blink. she's saying this dead pattern. As in, it's like she's just saying, look, I know my times tables and I love maths. And so there's nothing in maths that I yeah. can't do. She will do it. She is on it. A man's dream. Honestly. Better woman than me. A man loves a slot. Yeah, so after all this, Jason's leaving and he just got done fucking and she felt it all in her brain. I can feel it all in my brain. I just <laughs> gave her fucking one the other day. <laughs> oh my God. Listen <laughs> I just got done fucking... <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically, he says, like, everyone is a consenting adult. Um, and what's the issue? Like, basically, it's like any other service provider. It's mm-hmm. like a builder. It's like a plumber. He has a need. They provide the service. Yeah, and you pay so, for it and you're on your way. So we're back with Kath, and she's telling us that, like, the people's reactions when they find out she's got a massage parlour, because obviously everyone knows that that means brothel. When people find out I've got a massage parlour, a lot of people turn the nose up at me because they think they're sleazy, they're dirty. Because they think they're sleazy, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells us at the end of the day, like, she pays her tax, her national insurance, and she's just a normal employer. Like, and that's that's absolutely true. Yeah, and I guess when the government are getting their tax, like, they don't really care. Yeah. They're just getting their tax. And on top of that, like, everyone has sex. Okay, well, not everyone. 
But yeah, people most have people sex. have sex yeah. and people enjoy sex. And some people cannot get the sex the way they want it or they can't do whatever. So they pay for it. Yeah. The need is there. Let yeah, someone provide the service. But like what Jason was saying, we're exactly. both consenting adults. We're both here. And mm. it's in a it's actually when you as like as funny as this documentary is, you think about the harsh realities of like yeah. being a working woman mm-hmm. on the streets. This is such a safe, healthy environment yeah. to do it in. Like, it's definitely safer. They need than the more other than yeah, they need more things like yeah. that yeah so we get this back and forth between anna and jason and anna's talking about how she gives it 100 percent with every customer and chris says you can genuinely want to see that anna quite actually enjoys it and then he says straight face by the way uh and we are talking to discussing anna's quite a squirter actually and then it goes on break <laughs> so no context we don't get to discuss that we, there's no explanation but Anna is quite a squirter but then to be fair I'm not surprised I mean, but yeah but you don't just like are you, you can you make yourself squirt as in like not you specifically <laughs> like, I don't know what you want wow, yeah. like is that a voluntary thing that people can do I or think, is it just a thing I think every woman can but some you women hold you, you haven't uh, untapped the yeah yeah the point where you get to where you should you pull back yeah Yeah. fair fair but that but anna must be like she i feel like anna there is no pulling back there is no yeah (laughs) she probably like guzzles down water so she can pee on top of it water sports and everything in there i think she does she's she's there's nothing there's nothing i won't do and if I can't do it after tried it one time, <laughs> then I say I'm sorry. I can't do that. Okay, so we're back from the break, and there's this clip that's really problematic, but I just thought I'd highlight. Um, so Jenny asks Kath what she wants for breakfast, and Kath says, "One thick toast and uh, a black man. What's rich? Yeah. No, I don't want to know what you want. What's got? Sure. About three weeks to live, and a soft cock. One thick toast and a black man." What's rich, what's got three weeks to live, and a soft cock. <laughs> and it's just like, sorry, <laughs> sir. Like, Kath was doing so well. I really liked her. I was just like, she's just a, a working mum. And then she had to go and say this. But I think a lot of them think that way. And that's why a lot of them love off Idris Elba, innit? Because they just think, oh, cool, blimey. Yeah. Hmm. Old guy, soft cock. <laughs> but she's trying to get that will money. Mm. So, uh, Kath is explaining how lots of people ask if they can have a session with her and Jenny because it's their fetish to have, like, mother and daughter. Mm. And she says, but no, why would you even want that? And Jenny looks disgusted. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Like, Kath looks like... If Kath looks like the, the money was a mouth. Yeah. I'm so happy you said this because Kath's face was kind of like, yeah, so disgusted. But her face was like... If the money was enough, and then I'd also be on I feel it. like if Jenny was on it, she'd be but on like it. Jenny's face, she looks disgusted. Jenny can't even believe it, but yeah. Kath is not repulsed I enough. I feel like exactly, she's not repulsed enough. I'm glad that we were both. Yeah, here yeah we're on the same page honestly. there. So now we're in Jenny's house. Um, Jenny's the daughter that runs the sauna, <laughs> her and house she's is cute. she's proudly showing us her wardrobe, right, and all these shoes and bags. But again, this is the thing. I was going to go onto her more, but then like the time, time, because for the time, I think it was appropriate. Yeah. It was still probably a bit trashy, but less so at that time. Yeah. We get into trashy, though, because but she does... other people wear other things. <laughs> she makes a comment, and she's basically like, when she goes to work, she doesn't dress that nicely. She doesn't look too nice. Yeah, because she wants the customers to come in, and they're looking at the girls and not her, which is actually a really fair point, yeah. because she's young, young, she's beautiful, and She whatever. wasn't even braggy about it. Yeah, she wasn't even like, like a conceited she's way. She's just like, I literally need to look like a receptionist, because I want the men to come in to... Yeah. I can't be doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get a bit more sentimental. We're at Kath's house now. 
Why are you laughing? <laughs> because there's no comedy mixed with her dad and him. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. this. So for, for now, it's sentimental. We've got nice little music in the background. So we see a picture of her and her dad. Um, she's really close with her dad and like same. So she tells us how her dad had Alzheimer's and like she washed him, dressed him, took care of him every day for three years and they were really, really close. And she says that he didn't know that she owned a massage parlor. Like he just assumed it was a clothing store. And she, and she, she never, it, yeah, yeah, she just never corrected him. And then she says, And I think if my dad would have known that I got a massage parlour, I think my dad would have been one of our customers because my dad were, uh, liked his ladies. And I was just like, is so that not weird? Like, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I think she'd be on the mother-daughter thing because it's because not weird for her. she doesn't have any boundaries. Yeah, it wouldn't be weird for her for her dad Literally, to come and Literally, boundaries are here. Kathy's all the way back there. Like, how can you openly know that your dad would be one of your brothel's patrons? Like... It's, it's true. It's weird. And like feel calm about it. Like, yeah. Like, oh. Then we get to the jacuzzi. Ooh. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. So Kath's on the phone. She's getting on to someone and she says, Now I told you last week not to have no coleslaw, no nothing in that jacuzzi. It what looks the so fuck disgusting. Is, it looks like someone has thrown up a week's worth of Oh shit. Shit. Like we see close ups, right, of the tub. So oh we see God, a tub of Greek style yogurt. We see a tub of guys smoked haddock chowder. Oh. A tub of custard. There's another tub but we oh, can't coastal. see what's in it. It's coastal, there's coastal. Oh coastal. Coastal yeah. then. Coastal. Can you imagine? And I'm just saying that like, so, so, so somebody comes in asking for sex and they come in with their weekly shopping. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Sir, should we leave that in the fridge till we're Sir? done? Listen, I'm thinking of the thrush that poor woman though. must have Because these foods don't even go together. To get litchy. There was custard. Yeah, there was custard. Yeah. The thrush that poor woman must have. She must... So oh. what, did they fill the tub with these things? Did they I rub the things Sometimes, like, some of these men like women rubbing them on themselves. Rubbing food on them? Yeah. Or, like, women just being in the food. So some of them don't even really have sex so Maybe, like, pour the food on yeah, them. Yeah, but so some women, like, men like to watch women pour the food on them. But this is all thrush. This you is are, not your vagina's friend. Thrushula territory. Territories of a dozen And then this is at the point where we address the fact that safety can also be an issue at the parlour. We hear that when customers really disrespectful to girls upstairs, they do get dragged out and thrown out because these girls do this job because they want to do this job. And Jenny explains that the girls are here because they want to be, and so no one should be putting them down or disrespecting yeah, them. exactly. And I agree with that, because imagine you're at work, wherever you work, you're there now, and then someone's coming at you being aggressive or disrespectful. Yeah. Like, fam, I'm here at work, like... Literally, be easy. Yeah, what are you doing? You know what yeah. I mean? And she tells us they have cameras everywhere except the massage rooms, but they've got panic buttons. Which in the is mas- really, yeah. really good. And they've not had to use any of the panic buttons yeah. so far. Yeah, it, nice. just, it just made me really happy, because I've watched a lot of documentaries on, and like, sex left. work. And it always goes left, and these women are like unhappy, unsafe. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good that these people have these measures and, and they're... wherewithal. Yeah, yeah. Kath is not just a boss out for her money; she actually cares about. Yeah, and you girl. see the posters there about like we are against human trafficking and things like that because mm-hmm. that's another avenue that sex work can tend to go mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Like it's nice. Um, unsurprisingly, we find out that the turnover rate for working girls is high, much like surprised. with retail. Were you surprised by that? I was surprised because if if I was like a sex worker and I got a good setup like that I'd stay for ages where are you leaving but I do think that people just kind of rock out and about they're just on yeah and I guess you make you still either way will make more money if you keep everything than having to give Kath a cut and then maybe like you're just not on it anymore or like for example people get pregnant like we find out later or they just just don't want to do it yeah 
Um, Cav says, I've had three girls what's left what's pregnant, and others have just left. I've had three girls what's left what's pregnant, and others have just left. <laughs> and she tells us they have plenty of customers, but not enough girls. Yeah. So, guys, we meet Foxy, I love who Foxy. I love. I love Foxy. She's 30, and she's described as a reliable worker. Mm. She's worked at massage parlors on and off for about 10 years. Mm. And on first meeting, she's dressed like the 2012 Meg Thee Stallion, but poorer. Because she's but wearing them never nude shorts. I said she's dressed like she was auditioning to be in the Destiny's Child Survivor video. No, because they wore... they. She looks like Meg Thee Stallion. She's them shorts <laughs> and that crop top. <laughs> and she tells us... Everybody know what I do. I don't hide it. And the more appreciate me, the more got respect for me for some reason. I don't know why. And it's like her accent is like a mix between Jamaican, Jamaican and Birmingham. Yeah, literally. It's like a Jamaican rum yeah, hybrid. Yeah, that's the accent, yeah. It's um, so strange. But yeah, Foxy seems cool, like lively, yeah, vibrant, cool vibes. Yeah, story is quite sad though. Yeah. So Foxy describes sex work as... It's like doing charity, helping out someone is the same. Except like when you do charity, you obviously don't get paid for charity. Yeah. But like, I get what you were saying. Yeah, she's like, you're helping someone. Yeah, I get what you saying, you're helping someone, which is the point. Yeah. yeah. So her story is quite sad. She moved from Jamaica to join her dad when she was about 16. So obviously her dad lived in England. Her mum was in Jamaica or someone who she was living with. And um, she started arguing with her dad. So eventually she found herself homeless. And then she had this friend who always had money in her purse, was always going out, doing this, da 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 and then she asked the girl, what do you do? And the girl told her, like, sex work. And that's how Foxy got into it. So I feel like this is the other side of, like, seeing someone who didn't really actually want to get into it. Mm-hmm, but they were forced to. Like, she's cool. taking it in her stride. But you do think how... To... You know she says? If I didn't have this job, I'd be definitely out shoplifting. And it's like, rah, yeah. And it's just that the way she says, yeah, I'd be shoplifting. Like, mm-hmm. is, is this all, all shoplifting? Exactly. She says that she treats everyone nicely because you don't know if someone's wife has died or been admitted to the hospital. <laughs> okay. There are other options. She says... Because when a guy needs to release, he needs to release. It's not like a girl can save it because they get blue bone or they get pain in the balls. <laughs> can we dispel this myth, please? What the fuck? She didn't say blue balls. She said blue, blue bones. Balls. Blue bone. <laughs> Blue bone of pain in the balls. <laughs> Men don't get blue balls if they don't have sex. And it doesn't don't hurt. No. How do you know you're man? I know this. Okay. I know this from... I've, I've, no, do you know how I know this? I was watching a documentary on this. Like, it's about teenage sex. Yes. Yeah. It's that show where she used to go around to different schools. Uh, schools yeah. Yeah. And four. Like, yeah, and she was like, like, women, don't let men pressure you into sex. They don't get blue balls or hurt. You're not going to die. Yeah, you're not going to die. Think about monks or whatever. You're not going to die if you don't catch a nut. Like, yeah. you're just going to be horny. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode of Four Ends Gets It Off Her Chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we see this 70-year-old guy come in. God, 70 is even nice. Do you think he's older? Did they say he was 70? No, they didn't. But I think he looks 70. He's at least 70. But then he could be 50 white. White cracks. <laughs> He comes in. He's got the he's got the like fox catcher. Is that what they call it? That hat. That hat. Yeah. No, yeah. Exactly what talking about. Literally, he's got that hat. He literally dresses. He's dressed like he summers in like I don't know Windsor, and he shoots birds. Like that's yeah, how he dressed. Yeah. He's dressed, yeah. and he comes in, and like it's just weird. Like again, you would never expect this kind of guy to walk in in here. Not that you thing. wouldn't expect him to have like an escort, but you not such a seedy place. He walks in, and they show him a binder of different women, and then he's like. Um, he picks Foxy 
And like, he just, he, they go upstairs. And I'm just like, how is she going to mount this man? You couldn't pay me enough to mount this that's man. That's the thing. And that's what I think. There's one thing, like, really enjoying sex and stuff. But, like, is there, like, you must really just enjoy sex, as in for sex and nothing yeah. else. There's no intimacy. There's no emotion. It's not there's the no intimate, nothing. Like, you could even have sex. There's no like, attraction. Yes, that's the thing. There's but nothing these else. These men are wrinkly and old and probably have, like, liver spots on their balls. And you have to just do it. But the thing is, I understand why Foxy is, like, not she's on it, but would do this. Because you know she says, yeah, when she's talking about, like, why she does sex work and stuff, and she's like, oh. Uh, and when he leave with a smile on his face, that made me feel good because this guy could go and suicide, but I changed his mind. And the thing is, like, I get what she's saying. Like, she's trying to say, look, it doesn't really matter about me and what I'm feeling. Like, I could be really helping this guy. But her saying that he might go suicide, <laughs> it reminds me of, remember when Biscuit touched his mum's bum and then he said that knife crime stops? <laughs> Because we were all talking about it and no one got stabbed in the few days after. Do you remember? I've never hated someone so much. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it was like, potatoes, weed, fam. No correlation. There's no correlation. There's no correlation. It could go suicide. We meet 39 year old Sean, who's a regular. He looks like Shakespeare without the hair, without the long hair. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah if we went back in that time. Shakespeare, yeah, 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 I see that. He looks normal enough. Um, like, he looks like he could get girls on the outside for free. Not that he's out here like Mr. Lover Lover, but like just a normal Shabby. guy. He's <laughs> like a normal guy. And he tells us... The stereotype is a plastic Mac, mid to late 50s, beard, scruffy hair, and a general pervert. But he's all wrong. <laughs> he got it all wrong. But he's basically saying like, Fuck what you thought. Forget what you Fuck heard. Fuck what you thought. Everybody's getting pussy. Literally, like, you don't know the kind of men that frequent yeah. places. And he says, he goes, because it's exciting to visit, because, like, most people don't do it, and it's, like, a thrill of getting caught. Yeah, and he also doesn't want commitment. He doesn't want to get married. He doesn't want to commit. He says, the thing is, I kind of get what he's saying, because he says... You come to a place like this, spend 30, 40, 50 quid, and you're going to get what you want, and you can go home, and everybody's happy. No one's not going to No money on dates, no money on birthday presents, no money on holidays. Like, you literally have your own companionship, which is all you really want, and yeah, then you go yeah. get what you need, and then you're out. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's crazy. Like, I guess some people actually don't, or they're able to fool themselves into thinking they actually don't want any companionship yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And, like, they do ask him, like, what are you going to do when you're older? And he was just like, I'll be a monk. Yeah. No, he's definitely he'll come back. He'll be that seven-year-old that came. Yeah, through. literally, that'll be him. So we meet Sophia. He's a 42-year-old mm. mum with the shit wig that we spoke about at the beginning. Yeah. Um, it's a synthetic wig. No part, no bounce, no life, no nothing. She literally looks like she could work in HR. Yeah. She looks like a Sally. H- yeah, she's yeah. a Sally from HR. She's a Sally from HR. Shout out to Collection Call. Yeah, honestly. So she tells us... I've been a working girl for around eight to nine years now. You see how everybody's story yeah. unfolds, right? I got made redundant from a job I was doing and decided that I needed to find something really quickly. And this is another woman who was like, I like sex, might as well get paid for it. Mm. And it probably is a thing where she kind of thought that it would be like a temporary. Course. In the and meantime, then do this. and then she just liked it. It was easy and she just never found anything it's else. It's just funny how people's minds go to that. Like if I lost my job and I was like, I really need something, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, let me go work in retail. Because even at uni, when it was like, oh, do you know what? Fam, I I'd, I'd <laughs> never thought of... Honestly. Selling the gooch. Honestly. So, Gav tells us her concern is for the safety of the girls. And she says... All our girls are checked out. Uh, they're not trafficked. Trafficked. They are not trafficked. They're not... They might be trafficked, but they are not trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're wondering. Uh, 
And it's true that, like we said before, like there's human rights posters and stuff. So yeah. like, yeah, they really. It seems like she really does care yeah. about this. And, and they've got really good policies as well. Yeah, like, like no drugs, sex, alcohol. no drugs, no sex. I'll <laughs> <Our> sex. <laughs> sex only. <laughs> <laughs> no, no drugs, no alcohol. Um, because she said the alcohol bit puts the women in really vulnerable positions. Yeah. And I never really thought about that. It's true. Because you know how sometimes you have some drinks like those yeah. who do fornicate. I do not participate. But sometimes you have some drink. Okay. <laughs> some drinks to get before we get jiggy jiggy you know yeah, loosen yeah but like she was like nah your faculties because, aren't with you yeah. like, can you really consent if you're to not in your right yeah. mind yeah it's yeah. true and it's a really good point and this is what I'm saying about the documentary like it's a lot deeper than you think yeah it is. on the surface level it's just it's, stupid. it's just stupid like with their accents but like when you really like <laughs> pull apart the pieces like it's they, they really, really tackle and they like sort of look into a lot of different like um, issues yeah. issues that's the word so we find out that Sophia is also known as Mistress, Mistress Vixen. Vixen. Which sounds like a drag name. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And it's... she says, Mistress. She doesn't have a Yorkshire accent, actually. Yeah. It was like. No, but they're not, none of them are Yorkshire. They're from Sheffield. Oh, shit. We're so London. I'm so I'm sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. It's not London listeners. and others. Like, it is yeah. literally London and other. <laughs> it is London and others. Like, you from can London. We, look, we don't have that many listeners right now. Can we not isolate I guess, sorry, them? sorry. Yeah, guys, sorry. I love the Northerners. I lived in Manchester for four years of my life. Like, I actually lived in. Um, Newcastle exactly so I don't know what my problem is that's north north um, but yeah she says Mistress Vixen will whip you she'll cane you she'll lock you in a dog cage she's a dominatrix yeah, but I don't believe BDSM. it you know you don't buy it from her no she doesn't really she wasn't owning it in the photo shoot either she wasn't I feel like she kind of just says that she's but she kind of maybe like it's like just dipped a toe into yeah, it because you meet toe. the other girl yeah. who's Who like is? And she I, I could it. see from I her face I think it's because her hair is black exactly you can't judge a book by its cover it's true because you don't know what she's like when she's in the throes of passion Okay. <laughs> so we see them updating the website with the pics because they were taking pictures before right and I actually went on the website did you go on it no it's I just when she website. said dripping wet Wednesdays <laughs> god <laughs> so I went to the website and it's still up is it yeah they've got pictures on there I think Anna's left though because her name wasn't on the rotor no she has because there's a follow up documentary you know is there yeah we'll have to do that one is there TBC yes is there really? yes and um, it's all new women. I didn't see any of the ones we know. Oh, no. Well, if Anna's not in it, I don't want it. Yeah, Anna's probably retired, though. She's been doing this for ages. She's yeah. about 50 now. I hope she saved up enough. Boy. Put some stuff into a pension pot. Yeah, maybe. How do they pay tax, by the way? Just if this work is tax free, then sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me the fuck. Monday to Sunday. I am about to get the fuck ASAP. <laughs> So, Shafia, Shafia, <laughs> wow. Sophia shares the preconceptions that people tend to have of working girls. The preconceptions that people have of working girls are that they're drug addicts, they're being forced to do it, they're not happy what they're doing, and they're just slags, basically. That's what I think people think working girls are. And so, like, you can tell that that kind of does affect her and influence her because she says that when she's in a social setting, mm-hmm. she tells people that she's a secretary yeah. and not a sex worker. Yeah. So if she was... I feel like Anna would be like, yeah, I'm a sex worker. Yeah. But Sophia, not so much. Mm. Yeah, literally. And she just says, like, I'm just a normal woman. Like, I've got kids. I go to work. I pay, like, my bills, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... This is just my job. Yeah, I just do what, mm. what I need to do. So we learn from Kath and Jenny that City Sauna really relies on repeat customers mm. um, and that not all of these customers are actually there for sex. I think this is another um, issue or another um, mm. topic that comes up. A lot of men come because their wives are disabled, going through the menopause. The, the thing menopause. about this is that, like, I am not against, like, people going for, like, 
they feel lonely or they're sad. Okay, they're yeah, two consenting going. adults, whatever, yeah. whatever. Where I take issue is where it comes to like infidelity. Yeah. I feel like, okay, you're both two consenting adults, but that's not it. That's not just the criteria for yeah. these, this being this, okay. Because yeah. there's another person involved now and you've made vows or you've like committed to somebody and now you're breaking those vows oh, for this reason. Oh, she's got menopause and she's not giving me sex. Yeah. What if the it's hell? A, is it, if it's a thing where, I don't know, she's got a condition and like you two have agreed, okay, I'm going to do this, then who am I to say? That's, yeah, between, that's, that's between, between you and your you, house. Yeah. That's between you guys, but... When it comes to like the infidelity part, it's like guys, like come on, come don't, on, don't just brush it under the carpet. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's 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 where I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is a bit mad. Yeah, because my husband could not come and tell me, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to do up because you're on, you're having because I said no one time. Yeah, 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 come on, impossible. Um, Anna tells us quite a few people have platonic encounters. It could just be because they're lonely, they just yeah, want to talk, absolutely. they just want company, which is another aspect. It's like, okay, these are massage parlors, aka brothels, but it's not necessarily sex, sex, sex is happening. All but the time. even like with escorts as well, it's the same thing. A lot yeah. of them say, just like, these men just want dinner. Yeah, this is what I wanted it. to do when I was in uni. I was like, oh, what if I just go and I just have a conversation with these old men and they just pay me? Yeah, but it never ends there. And then you, mm, you, what is 2,000 for a dinner here? And then they're like 4,000 if you tickle my bum. Next thing you find yeah, yourself in the bum. six exactly six inch six inch heels tickling the bum. Well, I was being six inch heels anyway. So, <laughs> what else is new? I love Anna because Anna says to us with a straight face. I always tell them when I'm in the room, I will do my best for the half an hour, but I'm not a miracle worker. If you can't, you can't finish. You can't finish. It's not my fault. <laughs> And the thing is that, like, so we last saw Anna go up with the George guy, right? Yeah. And then, like, when the editing is so shady, because, like, when she says that whole, like, if you can't finish, you can't finish, the, this next scene that they show us is George, like, coming back down after the Panting. encounter. Yeah, literally, so basically trying to imply, like, yeah, bro, George didn't finish. Basically. But then she does say to him, like, oh, you did good. It was nice. And he was like, thank you. Of course you're going to do it. It's part of the job, isn't it? You right. might get a tip. You have to lie as well. I'm going to yeah. give you all this coochie and lie. That's where I draw the line. Damn. We see Cash shopping for bedding. Yeah, and that's her biggest expense. Yeah, I mean, she says they get a lot of wear and tear. Understandably. She spends, um, on this one trip, she spends £239. Yeah, and she, the sheets are very particular because she can only buy certain colours. So she says, see, I can't have white because of fake tan. And I can't have black because it shows up stains. I don't know why anyone wants black sheets anyway. Like, I have black sheets. Yeah, but black sheets aren't it. Because how do you know they're clean? I mean, for hospitality. Yeah, yeah, but then... I stopped having black sheets. Why is that? Because it shows up stains. <laughs> so Foxy's back. She back. We back, baby. And she comes to tell us that she's pregnant by her boyfriend. Bun in the oven. Yeah, she's got a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend. Do, would you think you could be with someone who was um, a sex worker? No. Um, if we are committing ourselves to each other, then our genitals are only for each other. Yeah. Don't want to share that with anyone. Okay, but that's like saying that you're, this is not the same. But that's like saying that you're the comedian. It's like yeah, but no, your jokes, your funny, just for me. I get what you mean, mm. but I just feel like I think it just depends on how you see sex. I think it's intimate. Yeah, I couldn't be with a sex worker. So, so I'm just dev- devil's advocating. Don't do that on this podcast. Wink, wink. Bitch. <laughs> so Jenny's reaction to Foxy saying she's pregnant is actually really sweet mm. because she's really excited for her and like they talk about it being a family and at this in this scene you really you see, see yeah. it's a family because she's not really thinking oh damn we've lost another girl. I think Kath was more like oh we've lost another girl, but Jenny was just like wow like I'm really happy for you. This is really really good. Mm. So next we meet Laura, who they refer to as a girl on tour. Yeah. And Jenny explains this to us as... A girl on tour is somebody what goes from city to city, town to town, and just does like a week. It's kind of like a... Circus. 
Yeah. So you know, no. What were you saying? I thought like, it's kind of just like a freelancer. So when he goes back, oh yeah, like, I was thinking to... circus because of all the thrills. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cap says basically like a special offer, like you do at Tesco's. It's not on for very long. Just grab it while you can. Not on for long. So grab it while you can. I was like, this woman is so northern. This woman is just literally she's like so northern. She's so northern. So Laura is a single mum, and this is kind of sad as well, yeah, because this basically just shows society's perception. Yeah, of this bit that was job. Because she says she's a single mum, and she was working in a bank. Yeah. And I was working part time as an escort at weekends, and I had my own website. Which I mean, she's I mean, sis, like you're doing the most. Their yeah. background checks. Yeah, exactly. Everyone in the bank was aware of what I was doing. My nickname was Belle, for goodness sake. Yeah. And she says her nickname was Belle. So it was obvious. I didn't understand that. I didn't, that. That. I didn't, I didn't understand get that. it at was all. Belle I was like, hoping you would have gotten it. No, I was, Beauty and the Beast was Belle like a prostitute. No, she wasn't. That's what I was thinking. And I thought Belle like ring my bell, but then ring that doesn't make my sense. Bell. Ring my bell. So I didn't get that. Yeah. Then a member of staff saw her website and blew the whistle and then people complained that she lost her job at the bank. Oh, I, was like, I just don't get why you don't just mind your business. Mind your business. Like she's not selling drugs. Like she literally, she didn't kill your dog. Like just mind your business. Just mind your business. Bad vibes. Mm. So sis begins touring so she can make more money and she says Most people have a perception of sex workers stroke escorts as high flying call girls who jet around Europe at the bequest of wealthy chic Arabs or shivering drug addicted street girls that are pimped and waiting for their next hit on a street corner but the truth is there are people somewhere in the middle like her just working mums trying to feed their kids and that's basically. true and yeah. that's what she is and that's what most of them there are yeah. i don't know if anna has kids yeah i don't know she didn't mention if she yeah, does but... but i always wonder if people like would tell their kids what they do and then laura says yeah she told her daughter when she was seven i told her that mummy has a job where she keeps men happy it's not immoral it's not illegal but let's not bring it up a parents evening and I think that's really healthy. Yeah, I think so. I think it's there's no point in lying to a kid because the worst thing they can do is find out like later on. Later on, then when they're they mad see about what like, you do and they're mad yeah, about how you lie. Yeah, literally. Like, but I do think it's a lot of, to put on a kid because like you, asking kids to kind of keep secrets is just a lot because then they just don't really know. You know, kids just kind of say what they need to say. Yeah. They don't have to think about it. It's like yeah. when you get to an adult, you have to start filtering yourself. And yeah. Stuff. To put that is. on a kid early on, it's just kind of like. It is a lot. It's a lot to put on a kid. But then also, you don't want to lie to the kid. That's I guess true. the way she explained it. She said it in is, a really good way. Yeah, but then to be honest, like, as an adult, someone told you, oh yeah, my mum keeps men company, you'd know. Yeah. Would you but I think know? I think she just told her that tip so she would understand it. Yeah. And then she must also, the kid must deep that, like, this ain't really something to tell because mum's saying don't bring it up. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do respect her telling her. Yeah. So we learn that Laura is also a dominatrix. But she says she's a hardcore dominatrix. Yeah. So I guess this is the difference between her and Sophia. Yeah, Sophia seems like soft. Soft. The softest. It's literally the, the flaccid. As in she... <laughs> so we see Foxy's baby. Oh Foxy my gosh. Foxy's baby. Do you know what you hear? I sent you this clip as well. Did you? I sent you this clip. Because when I saw it, I remember I, I sent you this clip. I did. I did. Okay, I don't remember. I'll put it on I'll put it on Snapchat or whatever time ago. Okay, but can we discuss? Can we discuss? Okay, so guys, I'm gonna say the name, yeah. I'm gonna say it slowly, just so like you can really feel it. If you're standing up, sit down because you're gonna need to. Okay. Okay. So this this name alone is gonna take up half the pod. Well, it has to be done. Oop, there. So we um, what's her name? Foxy says. This is my new baby girl, and her name is Petal Rose, Kadisha, and Marie Latrice Smith, Dash Smith. Pet name, Water. <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, no one here is talking bad about anybody's child, yeah? We're talking bad about the person Name. who named the child. Yeah. 
we're gonna get into it, yeah, because Kath actually gets to meet Pedro Rose, Khadija, Anne Marie, Latrice, Smith, Dash. Dash, Smith, pet name, Water, when she's eight days old. <laughs> So water is really watering. How did you get pet name water? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, let's go through the name. Petal Rose. Is Petal is one name. Yeah. Rose is another. There's no, no dash I, in between that. I saw that. it as Petal Rose. Like. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah, dash. Okay, so, okay, so fine. So it's like, it's, like, it's like Ruby Rose. But no, it's not because... Uh, <laughs> a rose a has petal, a petal. Yeah, so you could just left it no, Because that embodies a petal. No, the thing is, if more people called Petal Rose, petal it, it wouldn't be weird. Like Ruby Rose is very yeah, common. Yeah, you could say that. Say, if someone was called Picture Frame. Exactly. Yeah, so you could say that for anything. That's what I'm saying. So, so anything, anything is, is anything yeah, anything is anything for anything. But it's like, there's no need to call it. It's like, we call it my child glass drink. Yeah. Like, the drink goes in the glass. <laughs> you can. can. You can. And if enough people call their child glass drink, it'll be normal. Oh, Let's give it a generation God. or two. Okay, you call it Petal Rose. Petal Rose. Khadija, which is a normal name. Yeah. Fine. Anne Marie. Again. It's so funny because when I had this, I had subtitles on and it was just writing nonsense. <laughs> Look, you had to keep telling the subtitles. They were, they were pissing me off because it, it was, was writing nonsense. rubbish. Yeah, I think on Netflix we should use subtitles, but on YouTube it's trash. But this was annoying because of the accents, I really had to rewind. You didn't get the accents. You're moving mad, sis. No, I'm not joking. Accents weren't that bad. Some things, it was, yeah, I had to rewind. You're so bougie. <laughs> Latrice Smith. Dash Smith. So, so my her surname, surname, surname is, Smith. is Smith and his surname is Smith. And it's like, at that stage, I get that you want to insert yourself feminism, all of that. But if your surname is Smith and his is Smith, just let her be Smith. Why do you need to do Smith dash Smith Why do you need to do Smith? I can't even... Smith dash... Smith dash Smith. Pet name, water. Maybe her water broke really early. Or the girl likes to drink water. Do babies drink water? I don't know. I don't know what babies do. You better learn. You better learn today. Please, I've got time. The baby's really cute, though. The baby is very, very cute. Yeah. And Foxy says that Kath is the godmother. Cute. So it just shows you the family setup, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's cute. It is like a family, mm. yeah. So we hear about the annual raffle that they do, and they raise money for an Alzheimer's charity, mm. just because um, Kath's dad died from and, Alzheimer's, yeah. yeah. So the first prize is an hour with a girl of your choice, the second is 30 minutes, and third is 15 minutes, I think. For free. Yeah, for free. But not really because you bought the tickets. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the documentary is winding down now. Um, we get it's about Christmas time now. And um, Cap is cleaning up the parlour because it's their busiest time. Everyone's dressed like Regina George at that scene yeah. where she does the jingle bell oh, dance. Oh, yeah, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle, jingle bell rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they say... The, the, the business is really good that that time because people are really lonely at yeah. that time and it's the same even if we're not talking brothels yeah like people do get really lonely yeah, Christmas Christmas, time, yeah. Like, it reminds you of your family if you don't have family like it sort of puts that makes you wish that you did and, yeah. yeah exactly it makes you wish that you did um so they're reading out who the winners of the raffle are okay first prize second prize called cool. then third prize they say oh it's a guy called james and we haven't met james yeah but we learned that they don't really like him because jenny's like oh i hate him he's a rat perf and like the way they're describing him was just like oh that oh, guy that yeah, yeah exactly so i'm like there must be something that they have yeah, that, that they, they don't, don't like, like yeah. in terms of who they are or yeah. like they're you know just the way they act but they just have, like to, but they have to exactly yeah it's like if you work in retail and like the same guy keeps coming it's in like if time. you work in even fucking any Anywhere, company yeah there's gonna you be have people, people you don't like exactly so it's kind of just like showing how not normal but how similar these jobs are to your jobs yeah. exactly exactly which i like so the doc ends with us hearing how much calf loves the business how she's built it up for nothing she wants to stay in the family and we hear jenny sort of saying that she plans to carry on the family business and she wants to sit back and let her mum be proud of her um yeah that's how it ends yeah that's how it ends so that was 
a very British brothel. Yeah, it was good. Like we said at the beginning, like there's no story arc, there's not really character development, but it's just addressing loads of different themes. Yeah, indirectly. and it's giving you an insight into like I guess something that a lot of people didn't even know existed in yeah, Britain. Exactly, so. I didn't really think yeah. it was a thing. So. Yeah. But you know, it's good. Very British documentary, but a very. British it was refreshing prophet. to do a British documentary. Yeah, I love doing them, you know. Literally, and even... so northern as well was like British. Literally, like this is to be fair, that is the core of like British behaviors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so... it was really good. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, we're gonna put the link. Um, so the doc. Yeah, maybe we'll tweet yeah. it or something. Yeah, and so you guys can watch it. Put it in the notes to. as well, so you guys yeah. can watch it at your own leisure. At your own leisure, oh, as yeah. as you wish. As you like. Uh, in honor of that, I'm gonna talk like this for the rest of the. I'm a yeah, try, but my accents aren't always good. Uh, so you can catch us on Instagram at two girls one duck. You can on also catch us on Twitter and Facebook and Facebook as well. Uh, while we're here, please could you please leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and a comment. Yep, a comment uh, slash review that would be lovely. Like, we'd yeah, really appreciate that it. That really matters to us. What we're doing next is we're doing Bible John. Now Bible John, that's up. Is that North? Scotland. No, Scotland, 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 to Bible. No, I don't. I can't do Scotland. Scotland. To think I used to have a Scottish accent. Glasgow. What? I've told you this before. What? Yes, I lived in Scotland for like from ages like four to like six. You had a Scottish accent. Thick. Are there I videos? lived in Glasgow. Are there videos? No. And then that's my dad was like, "Enough is enough. Like, come back to Thank London." God. Because I used to literally be like, "Mummy, I'm sorry." Like, oh, it was like. I was like iron brew. I like, can't even imagine it. Pickled onions and all. I, love I can't it. even imagine it. Haggis. But yeah, guys. So we're doing Bible John, which is about a killer, basically. A killer. I'm gonna That's play one of my the. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play the trailer yeah. after this. But you can catch us on Instagram. I'm um, at Miss Speedy. Twitter um, as well. Mm. She's getting better. She's getting better. She's Thank getting you. better. She's getting better. I, I even tweeted today. Did you? I tweeted. Yeah. Oh okay. It was a picture of myself, but it was a tweet on the left. Um, you can find me at Twitter forens underscore Instagram forens with two underscores and yeah that's pretty thanks much thanks for listening it. guys share with a friend if you enjoyed yeah and we appreciate you for still rocking with us honestly and this is Bible John four decades ago while the rest of the world celebrated the swinging 60s flower power and free love fear grips Glasgow it seemed that one man one monster made this place the Barrowland Ballroom his hunting ground Pat Docker, Jemima McDonald, and Helen Puttock were all strangled to death after nights of the Barrowland. The police were convinced the killings had been carried out by one man. The newspaper soon gave this killer a name, Bible John. The police mounted a huge investigation, but to no avail. And then the murder stopped. And no one knows why. It's a mystery that still haunts the nation. Scotland's own Jack the Ripper had left a trail of death and then vanished without trace. We re-examine the three horrific murders. We reveal how this callous killer might have escaped justice. And we investigate new information which links Bible John's crimes to Scotland's most vicious serial killer, Peter Tobin.